Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host Medusa Austin. I'm here to give water signs a general reading for this week. Keep in mind this is a general reading so it may or may not resonate with you. And also this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates. Water signs, if you're interested to see what the reading has in store for you this week, then definitely stay tuned. Alright, water signs, let me get comfortable. Alright, so that is Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces energy. Alright, so we're not going to do anything too fancy uh, with this reading. Uh, we're just, so we don't have any astrology cards or anything like that. But all in all, um, I may pull a particular zodiac sign throughout the reading. It may represent you, person of interest, timeline, or an influence. So do check your houses if you're into that, okay? Um, we just got some popsicle sticks. We uh, got some literary uh, witches um, oracle cards. We got the tarot. We're going to take a break. We'll get the advice from spirit after the break. And um, also, too, before I get started, definitely be sure to check the description of all my episodes or just not all of them. What am I talking about? Make sure you just you check the description of each of uh, each episode you listen to, right? Uh, just in case if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about certain things, it's all up in there. All right, it's all up in there. So um, let's start off with the popsicle sticks for you guys. What do you guys have for this week? All right, so we have lazy, and then we have here receive. All right, well. I know, I know how that feels. I do have my, my, my battles with the laziness. And for some, it might be, um, uh, it could be receiving some kind of, of lazy energy, dealing with some kind of lazy energy, or like, um, this need to kind of just sit down and kind of relax, right? Um, and laze about, uh, this week, right? It could be hard, right? Because, like, people got stuff to do, right? Um, and stuff like that, so... Let's see. Let's get into the Oracle cards to see what's going on. Or be careful because I do see like handing some kind of per paperwork or doing paperwork or homework or whatever the case may be. And it's like a little, it's a little bit lazy. Be careful about that as well. I tried one time being lazy, um, uh, uh, turning in some, uh, papers to my professor didn't go so well. I was actually really ashamed of myself. I was like, I could have just did the work. You know, I, I know this, right. And I've been doing so, I was all, I was doing so well. I was always getting like good grades. And then, um, I went home during the break, didn't read the play or anything like that and decided to just be lazy with the paperwork. And I just felt really bad because he, uh, sent me an email. <laughs> And he knew my name because I was always like participating. So it's not like he he didn't know who I was. So it was really, it was, it was going to be difficult having to face him, right, when I had to go back to school. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. Um, let's get one more. All right, so let's see here. So for the Oracle cards, we have your glove, fate, a creature's paw. Okay, and then we have wings here. So the bottom of the deck, we have teacup. So there could be some kind of, of shindig, right, that a person could potentially be going to or dealing with. It could be like 
talking to people, a gathering of some sort, or just social, you know, talking is the same thing as socializing, but it could be like on the phone and stuff like that too. And there's this kind of like, it's like never throw, never throw a stone and hide your hand kind of thing. So it's kind of this energy here where a person is like chit-chatting it up, gossiping it up, right? Being just chatty patties, talking about somebody and, 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 and forgetting, right, that nobody's perfect. Hmm? Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about here and judging here? Right. In regards to how maybe maybe they're like ugly on the inside or ugly on the outside or just they got all kinds of things just going wrong in their life and stuff like that. But who is who who's perfect here? Please point them out. Point them out. Point them out. Who's perfect here? Hmm. Sometimes we get we we forget because we get lost in the sauce of gossip. Right. And then it's like the lowest of the low in it, to, to bring someone else down in order to protect oneself, right? And it's like, no, we don't got to do all that. The wings here says to rise above this, please. Let's not get with, not, let's not get consumed with this chatty pattiness and the low vibrational things Right. Let's not get consumed by the low vibrational entities that dwells in that space of Chatty Pattyville. Okay, let's rise above it. I like to try and tell. I like to tell myself a lot of times when people are talking about other people. I don't want to. I don't. We're, we don't have to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this, right? Because it just doesn't make me feel good, right? Because there's a chance. That 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 rumor or that that verbiage right is going to get to the other person, or not right? But still, in all, for me personally, it just does make me feel good, especially if I'm not like perfect, right? But then sometimes we might feel the need to kind of like exact revenge because, say, for instance, like someone comes in and is like, I heard such and such said da, 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 about you, what you going to do? And it's just like still in all the wings is pretty much just saying rise above this situation, fly higher than that. Right. So it's like I'm not I'm not I'm not in the mood to kind of do that. And even if like someone kind of comes about and then there's this need, there's this urge, right, to um, say something discuss something or whatever it's like there's at least this week i'm not here to tell anybody what to do but at least this week just not just don't indulge in it right just don't indulge in it because i do feel like the gloves will come off when it comes down to exposing a person you know so let's see or exposing what's going on with uh someone else's like livelihood or whatever so let's get into the tarot. Let's see what this is all about. So water signs, water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces energy. Look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. I just need some time. All right, so let's see here. All right, so let's see here. I feel like I detect a little bit of 
rumor mill. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I only say that because that song came to me as I was shuffling your cards. And also, too, I feel like there's someone here who's doing so well for themselves, right? That someone maybe within the family lineage, right? Or someone who's close with family members of someone personally kind of comes in and just kind of like says some things. Like, what's she doing with all of that money? Like, was she, was she, what, you know, like income tax season brings out the ugliness in people sometimes, right? I shouldn't say the ugliness. We should say the monsters of people, right? And so it, it kind of feels like a person is like just really trying to like, just always want to be starting something is the energy that I'm getting here, right? Whether this is personally or someone else on the outside, pocket watching, air hustling, or window shopping, right? Like, if NIF is not dealing with finances, right, it could be dealing with, like, a person's, like, lifestyle or, like, a person's just feeling really good, right, really com content, maybe even confident, just really satisfied with the way things are going with a person's life. And then someone comes in and it's just like, what, like, why they smiling? Like, what they doing? And sometimes it might not be from a place of animosity or jealousy. It could really also, too, just be nosiness, too. Right? Like, you ever had a nosy person kind of come in, pick and pry, just to see what's going on? And maybe they're trying to, like, learn, right? Peep game or something like that. Maybe that could be the case, right? But um, I feel like sometimes, right, when people are vibing low they might feel the need or have the tendency to want to pull someone down to their low level so that they can not feel alone right the challenge here we have the fool right so I feel like it's this energy here where it does feel like with this fool is more so like a person, right? It's more so a person who can who can act a bit foolish, right? But it's more so in a jokey type way, right? So someone could be coming in, right? They don't really necessarily uh, take chances or take risks or anything like that. And so someone kind of comes in and they kind of like, they joke a lot, they poke fun and stuff like that. And once again, it really just comes across as like, maybe in, maybe it could be jealousy where, wherever that, that buried issue is, right? But it causes a person to outwardly express themselves, right? In a way that just doesn't really feel comfortable for a person to like, just deal with, right? Like you ever had that, like, it's like you, like a guy likes a girl Instead of just saying that they like them, they pick on them and, you know, they pull their hair and, you know, joke about uh, about them to their friends. It's like, that doesn't work. Like, I don't understand, like, why do all of that? Just tell me that you like me so I can quickly deny your dusty behind and, and then we could just go on about our business. Or it could be the opposite. Just tell me that you like me and then you'll, you never know. I'm, you might find out I like you back, right? But like, like, why go through all of this? Why go through all of this, like, back and, like, this, 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 
this teasing and stuff. Like, it, it just doesn't make me like you. I remember in second grade, there was this guy, he used to like me, and all he did was make fun of me. And I, and it didn't stop until, like, we were adults, and then I got on social media for a bit. He found me on social media, and then he confesses that that whole time that he liked me, and I was like, I hated you. That's this is a shock to me because I hated you. You were such a bozo. You were corny to me. Like the way that you treated me was just so unnecessary. Anytime I was in the same space as you, I hated it. I dreaded it. Like I just wish you would just go away. Anytime you opened my your mouth and I was next to you, I was in earshot or viewpoint, like I just automatically knew you're going to say something stupid. If I said something and you was fixing to say something afterwards I knew you was gonna sit there and say something to like to 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 create like conflict or judge me or whatever make me feel silly or stupid or whatever I did not like you at all so the fact that you choose after decades to tell me that you like me and this was you expressing your love for me you were in love with me the whole time are you kidding me you know what I said? We had a nice little conversation because it was just like, that was just so unnecessary. And then sometimes people do that, right? Instead of them just saying like, I admire you, you know, I, 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 you inspire me. Then it's just that this need to kind of say like, or, or show that right by, 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 you know, like disliking my video or, 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 you know, um, uh, scrolling past my comment or like looking at my pictures and just not liking it or you know stuff like that where it's just like but if yes if this is not how you feel then why are you acting like that you know like it's okay to be nice it's okay to be positive it's okay to it's it's okay right but then sometimes it's like well it it hurts for maybe it hurts for some it hurts for some to do that because there could be that fear right? That if a person does put themselves out there, that they can get rejected, right? So I feel like people may think the need to kind of get ahead of it is to just sabotage it, right? So we're kind of going somewhere away from the reading. So what I mean, from the cards. So let's just get back to the cards. And that's what this fool here is, is dealing with someone. This could be personally, right? This could be a personal representation or archetypal representation or dealing with someone who's just a bit foolish and immature and just don't want to let things go, right? It's like, and then they bring up like stuff like, oh, remember in fourth grade when you fell and everybody laughed at you? And it's like, why do you want to bring that up? Like, we're like pushing 60. Like, why are we talking about this now? Right? It's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. Like, you don't want to, this is how you want to catch up? Like, ew, just, you might as well just go on about your business. And I know I'm feeling, like, this is, like, I know I feel as if, I feel like I'm kind of, like, becoming a character in regards to how I'm responding and stuff like that. So please don't take my tone or anything like that personally. I'm. This is just how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? So a person could be feeling this kind of way and wanting to respond this kind of way or just this is how they respond, right? But, um, yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, let's next card. Overcoming the challenge we have here, the Page of Wands. 
Okay, uh, I do feel like with this Page of Wands, it uh, so Leo card, uh, it feels as if like a person wants to kind of like indulge in uh, the situation with a person, right? And so um, once again, it's like when a person kind of comes in, it's like, oh, can I want to drag you down with me, right? And so there is this kind of naivete about a person that says like sure right and then when a person gets dragged down it's like I don't know why I even like open myself or open my doors or open my you know um my time for this person okay so in the foundation we have there the queen of pentacles ace of swords okay king of pentacles okay and then the magician Okay, so I feel like when it comes down to a situation here, if there is someone coming in, like a third party coming in to the space, it really feels like, right, this kind of poses a challenge here um, when it comes down to a particular relationship or responsibilities that a person may have, right? So if a person kind of comes in, Right, like, hey, we haven't hung out in a long time. Let's go for drinks or let's go for this. Let's do that, right? And then what happens to time goes by so fast and then like a person is drunk as a skunk and then they got to go to bed and then they have to wake up in the morning to go to work, but they're just so hungover that they can't, you know, like the, that, that, that they can't go to work or something like that. Or like, say like if it's a, a person's on like a healthy streak, right? A health streak, right? And they're doing so well. And then someone comes in like, yo, let's go to the all-you-can-eat buffet. Like, let's chill. I haven't spoken to you in such a long time. And then the person goes and then what happens is then they, they fall off, right? And it's so hard to get back in the game, right? Like I see someone like they got their head in the game, right? They say, I'm, I gotta get my, get my, get my, get my head in the game. They're there. And then someone comes in, just completely flips a person's life upside down, right? And it's just like, yo, like, I last week I had it together. Like, what happened, right? You let this person in. All right, so let's see. In the past, we have seven of swords, eight of wands. Okay, three of swords. So yeah, there goes that little, that there goes that influence here. So seven of swords, it kind of feels like someone here who isn't necessarily, they're not necessarily really more um, they're not really in control of their lives. It's more so they get, they feel a sense of control from others. And you can, I guess you can call them vampires or leeches or whatever the case may be, right? But they thrive off of the influence of other input or other people's lives, right? And so, um, it, it kind of is the kind of archetype that I'm seeing is like when an aunt you know, who doesn't have any kids, right? They come to see the family. They're like the fun aunt, right? Because they, they, they have all, they, they got the toys and the money and all that stuff. Like, like, hey, like, it's Aunt Karen. Like, she the best. And mom, you, you're, she's so, my mom is, she's so harsh. And she's so this. And she doesn't let me do anything. And it's like, well, Aunt Karen is in town, right? Uncle Johnny's in town. You know, they're the cool ones. Yes, I'm so happy, right? But then it's like, of course, you're going to be that way. You don't really have any responsibilities or anything like that. But of course, you're going to come in and judge, right? The mom or the dad or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, like, leave them alone. Let them have fun. And this, that, there's like, shut up, Karen. Like, you don't even know. Like, uh, of course, you're going to come. And then, and then you do all this, wreak havoc, you know, influence my kids 
and all that stuff like that. And then you're going to take off and we're not going to see you for like an another year or two. Right. But it's like the kids don't even understand that, you know, the true issues with Aunt Karen and all that stuff like that. Right. Like what's Papa? What's a Rolling Stone mom? Right. Well, you see, you don't you don't know. You don't know. Because you, you don't, you don't, you're not being exposed to that kind of, uh, of, of livelihood and stuff like that, right? But, you know, dear Johnny, you know, Uncle Johnny is just the best, right? But he's a freaking rolling stone, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah. And so that's the energy that I'm getting here when it comes down to the seven of swords, this eight of wands, and then this three of cups, right? It's like... Yeah, like they kind of they kind of come in, they wreak havoc and all that stuff like that, and then they dip, right? So let's see what's going on here. In the heart space in the upside down, we have here King of Swords here, and then the Three of Cups. Well, here here's the problem here. So King of Swords, Aquarius energy for me. I feel like no one wants to be honest. Right, and this is probably probably why. Okay, the fool is a fool, and the page of wands is it, it. It's like sure, right? Because I feel like with this king of swords, it's this energy of not being truthfully honest when it comes down to a person not wanting to deal with a person, right? Because there's this fear here with this three of cups, and it's like, oh well, they're no, they're no longer gonna be my friend, right? It's no longer going to be a fun kind of thing, right? It's kind of like when a person, like I said before, is being teased by someone and then a person, like, they they want to please, they, they feel like, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to step on their toes or anything. I don't want to make them angry. I don't want to poke the bear. So I'm just going to let them tease me. I'm just going to let them come in and run amok in my life because I just don't want to say anything to them and, and then hurt their feelings or make a situation worse. Right. And so a person decides to kind of like put up and shut up and just deal with the torment. And it's just like, well, that's also to continuing to enable them to treat you that way. Like, um, I think my mom told me one time there was this girl who used to, she didn't like me. And, um, she used to say like, like not so nice things to me. And I, and she was taller than me and older than me. And, you know, it was just, it was hard for me to like, to understand why someone who was like, I think grades above me, right? And we were, we all rode the same bus. So it's like, um, she was grades ahead of me. I, I just felt like I was, I was afraid because I was like, if I said something and then she wanted to like fight me or whatever, then like, what if I lose because she's bigger than me and she's older than me. But then my mom told me this story about my aunt who used to bully her, um, from my, my aunt from my father's side, uh, she used to bully my mom because my mom was smaller than her and my mom never really said anything. And then my, my dad, my biological father, um, he told her, he was like, you, you gonna have to, you got to say so you're going to have to talk, say something to her. Cause if she, you don't say anything, she's going to keep, um, being disrespectful to you. So you need to put her in her place. And so my mom, you know, she, one time my aunt said something to her and then she, they, she said something back and then they got into an altercation and she, my mom told me that she beat her up. <laughs> but what happened was my aunt stopped saying, um, 
uh, negative things about her and to her. And then, in fact, they actually became great friends. Um, and so I took that I took that story and it gave me enough bravery to stand up to this person that was uh, this that was like saying uh, negative things to me. We didn't end up fighting, which is great because she was too chicken shit to, uh, you know, do anything. Right. She, if more than anything, it just, I realized that she was just, she was all bark and no bite. But let me tell you when my mom gave me the green light, let me tell you, I went off. I was, that's when the city, the city, the city, um, the city tongue came out of me and I was just going in like cursing all kinds of stuff. And you know, the people in the complex was like, Oh my God, like, and they told my mom what I said and, she, you know, she gave me a pass because, you know, I told her about it. And so, like, yeah, I was ready to swing. I was like, I'm, I don't care. Like, I'm ready to fight you and this and that. And she just, she just didn't say anything. She just was quiet. And then she never bothered me ever since then. And then even the people on the bus talked about it. And so people on the bus didn't say anything. Because, you know, sometimes people they used to think that I was quiet and I didn't say anything. And so, like, they would say stupid things. You know, like, they'll say, you know... Just annoying things like, oh, look at, look at her hair, look at her, her, look at her puffs, like, look at her, look at her afro or whatever, and it was just like, you know, was, and I just let it go or whatever, but I learned a valuable lesson, right, where it's just like, looks are, looks are deceiving, size are, size is deceiving, like, I really thought that she was gonna, she was gonna beat me up or something like that because she was like two grades above me, and I was just, you know, in middle school, right, um, but yeah, she didn't. She didn't do anything. In fact, she was afraid of me ever since. And um, yeah, that was that. And that I feel like for some that could be a valuable lesson. Where it's just like you might think that if you don't say anything, that um, you know you could put yourself in danger or whatever the case may be or whatever, right? But I'm not okay. I'm listen. Do what you got to do. Do what you want to do. I should say. I'm not here to tell anybody anything. We'll look at the advice after the break, but yeah, I'm not in the business of telling anybody what to do, so let me not. Okay, so in the heart space, we have here the Six of Cups, Two of Swords. So yeah, in the heart space, it, it really comes across as like wanting to be able to create a better a better experience for both people, right? And so it's this energy here where it's like, well, maybe I should talk to the bully. Maybe I should should be friends with the bully or maybe I should be friends with this person or just, right? Like there's this need to kind of want to, you know, it's the opposite of what I had to do is more so like lending out a helping hand or maybe even offering a, an apology. Like if I ever did anything wrong to you for you to treat me this way, I'm sorry, you know? Um, and so it's this energy of because like, uh, meeting eye to eye or like seeing eye to eye or whatever to kind of like just overcome a situation right together right like just tell me whether I did wrong or just tell me what's your problem with me so that we can both understand and then we can both like get to a understanding so we can move forward right in the future we have here the knight of swords okay the hermit two of pentacles ace of cups so i feel like with this hermit okay virgo energy to me it feels as if a person is deciding to kind of retreat okay is the energy that i'm getting here um 
and uh, this is really interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of feels as if like a person is deciding to retreat or um, no, like that's kind of I, I, I feel like for some too, it might be this energy as well where a person might feel as if this is more like, is, is it something with me? Like, is it something that I did? So it could be put, placing the blame on oneself. Four of Cups at the bottom of the deck. Yeah, like it kind of feels as if like a person is deciding, is, is like extending that, right? Is extending that, that olive branch or raising the white flag. And then a person is just kind of sitting there like, I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I need it, right? And then with this Ten of Cups here, it kind of feels as if like this makes a person really happy for some reason. I want to say for some sick reason, but that's how I'm feeling, okay? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like it, it kind of feels, yeah, we have the Queen of Swords here, so Gemini energy. So dealing with someone here who can be who who's a little who's a little cold, lonely, right? Um and and search for connection and love and understanding, maybe even hopes for it and stuff like that, right? But then we got here we got here the seven of wands and the moon, like they're highly defensive, right? So it it's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. But, you know, water signs, you guys are really intuitive, you know, so you guys might be feeling like this is the right thing to do. And, yeah, it is the right thing to do, right? In the Bible, it does say turn out the cheek and stuff like that, right? And so, um, but sometimes, you know, like not everyone is deserving of you guys' unconditional love, right? And so they, people can use that for their advantage, right, as a stepping stone for them right, as a boost for them, you know, so let's take a little bit of a break, and we'll come back with the advice on spirit, all right, so let's see, water signs, what is the advice for water signs, what is the advice for water signs, all right, so we have here the empty room, and then the temple, okay, I feel like the empty room kind of feels like the fool here, but let's see, which one do we want to do, I guess whichever one comes first. So let's see. Just give me some time. I got to find the page. Okay, we got the empty room. So this one comes first. So it says here, the vortex, the abyss, the nothing. The empty room haunts us all. It is a universal and all too frequent feeling of lack of wanting, of the craving to fill ourselves with something, anything. We too often attempt to remedy the discomfort of the empty room by any means necessary, leading us to a culture of more. Ironically, the empty room is filled to the brim with potential, yet we perceive it as not enough. This card is a cry for patience, for sitting within the barren walls of not knowing, for awaiting true vision and purpose before attaching to what we should do next to save our outward appearance. Be with the nothingness. Be with the impatience. The empty room has immense power. Let others wonder what you are doing. If you can settle into the magic of emptiness, you will soon hear its whispers of wisdom. 
All right. So when in light, spaciousness, potential, possibility. When in dark, addiction and uh, satiability. All right. And more for more's sake. Okay. So what it says, the archetype of the empty room is also portrayed as the hungry ghost, always feeding and never uh, satiated. And then a day of silence is a surefire way to harness the power of the empty room. Okay, so I kind of want to do the temple. Since you guys are the last ones, I want to do the temple to see what else. What else is what else is out there for you guys? So it says here, the temple, the sanctuary, the shrine, the altar. When we think of the temple, we often envision an archetype, an architectural structure in a far off land. We are quick to distance ourselves from the sacred, assuming we must expend much effort in order to arrive there. Yet the temple is a universal and omnipresent energy accessible in the highest and lowest, richest and poorest of places. Visiting the temple might be as simple as stepping into the dapple light of the forest, slowly and sensually kissing a lover, or closing your eyes to travel inward. This card is a call to re-examine what you pay homage to and what you reject. What do you spend your time worshiping? Your phone, money, material goods? What barriers do you draw between yourself and the sacred? Perhaps there is a room on your altar for something new, something surprising. Offer it to the heavens. So when in light, reverence for all. Life is sanctuary. When in dark, um, I, I, ideology, cults, strict and spirit, strict spirituality. So the ancient yogi saw the body itself as the temple, every function and feature of it as an expression of divinity. Build a shrine with found materials. Don't spend any money, only time. Though indeed the temple travels within you, this card is inwoven with the pilgrim archetype. If you're being, if you've been longing for a spiritual journey, book your tickets. Okay. So I feel like this is also, this can be uh, more so personal too, right? Because we can have our own personal demons that can kind of sort of like bully us, right? To kind of like do things that we don't feel comfortable doing anymore. So that could be a thing as well. All right. So let's get some crystal slash gemstone cards. So you guys have, have here Labradorite, so transformation, magin, magic, and imagination. A stone of transition, la, uh, Labradorite assists in times of change and transformation. It expands our connection with the universe, unlocking the third eye and all the wonder that lies beyond the physical realm, as well as your magical powers. Labradorite evokes the magic we all have, reminding us to wield our power by going within and connecting to the core truths of who we are. Chase after your dreams and align yourself with the vibration of anything as possible. An energy Labradorite is all too familiar with. So Leo, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Neptune, and Jupiter. Alright, so let's close this out with a sacred card. So let's see here we have here sacred mirrors we have magic happens when you most expect it and then it says what does your soul say all right water signs so that's all that i have for you this week i hope i was able to help you out in any way shape or form good luck to you all in your amazing journey until next time peace